Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM at 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson. Great to be with you today. Lots to celebrate today, as we've been talking about. Uh, yesterday, the governor announced that uh, we will go to the orange phase and be able to re-engage in a few things. But a reminder of how vigilant we need to be. Uh, we just had a great conversation uh, with Joseph Grenny from Vital Smarts, uh, talking about this danger gap that we're entering into, that we need to not only be safe, we need to feel safe as we re-engage. If you missed any of that, you can download the KSL News Radio app, and you can always get that on demand or get the podcast that's powered by our friends at Any Hour Services. And uh, as we look at how we need to re-engage, uh, again, Joseph gave us some great guidelines uh, for leaders whether that's community in your home, business, or organization, uh, some great steps to go through, some practical tacticals, as well as some strategies to influence behavior. And you can check all of those out at uh, vitalsmarts.com slash be safe, feel safe. And part of that feeling safe is something that we're being asked to do as part of this next phase, and that is to wear masks. And as was rolled out yesterday, the lieutenant governor made the announcement of a mask for every Utah. And the partnership there is an interesting one. It's a great public-private partnership, the way we do it here in the state of Utah. And our good friends at Cotopaxi, along with the Manufacturers Association, are a big part of that. So very pleased to welcome to the program one of our favorite entrepreneurs, uh, social entrepreneurs as well, Davis Smith, uh, founder of Cotopaxi. Davis, thanks for joining us today. Hey, Boyd. How's it going? It's great to be here with you. Hey, it's uh, it's been way too long, so we're glad you're back on the program. And uh, tell us how this whole thing came about uh, in terms of a mask for every Utah. Yeah, I think uh, you know I think our state has done a great job. You know, we're we're lucky to have uh, very capable leaders here and. You know, I think as we've looked at other countries uh, that have dealt with this crisis as well, you know, as we look at some of the Asian countries, South Korea, Japan, um, Hong Kong, Taiwan, and even China, like, what have they done that's worked well? And what lessons can we learn? One of the things that we have seen is that masks matter. And uh, it helps contain the spread of the virus, for sure. And in those countries, culturally, it's very acceptable to wear masks. And they, they did that very quickly. Uh, here in the United States, it's a, it's a little bit less uh, culturally acceptable, but that's starting to change very quickly. And I think uh, our state leaders saw an opportunity to, to help contain the spread of the virus. And, you know, really with the hope of, number one, protecting lives, but number two, getting us back to work, getting us back into business and having stores reopen and having life return to normal. And the, the fastest way to do that is to is to be doing these kind of things that protect each other. And so, um they reached out to us, and uh, it was something that we were, you know, very excited about, and uh, we're really honored to be part of the part of the solution here. 
So this uh, this project, uh, again, it's the Utah Manufacturers Association, Cotopaxi, your organization, 20 other manufacturers. You're going to produce 2 million masks uh, to help stop the spread of the coronavirus. And, and again, as you said, make, make it possible for people to engage. Uh, you're uh, an outdoor clothing company. And so tell us how you're going to engage what you're doing with your folks uh, to, to make these 2 million masks uh, available to anyone in the state of Utah available. Yeah, so uh, you know we're we're an outdoor gear manufacturer. We make backpacks and tents and sleeping bags and, and outerwear jackets. And uh, you know we we've been in contact before the state even talked to us. We've been in contact with one of our outerwear manufacturers and had talked about the idea of making masks and had started working on some prototypes. And um, so we were ready to go as soon as we got contacted. We felt like we were we could move quickly. And so within about five days, we started manufacturing masks. And so. Obviously, uh, two million masks—that's uh, a lot of masks that are, that are being made by uh, by us and by these twenty other um, local companies here in Utah. Um, but this is, like you said, this is this is a, this is the way the state of Utah works. I think we it's just such a great um, use of of local resources and talent to kind of to solve problems, and uh, this obviously protects and creates creates jobs in a time when it's needed. Um, but we're going to be making 500,000 of them with us, with the, with our factory. We've converted this factory from making outerwear to making masks, and we'll be doing that for about 45 days, um, making as many as possible, and uh, of course, doing what we do, which is make great gear. And even if it, whether it's a mask or a backpack or a travel bag, uh, we're really excited about the mask. We've got some fun ideas as we're, yeah. as we're working through this project. Oh, that's fantastic. We've got uh, David Smith, CEO of Cotopaxi, on the line with us. He's part of this tag team group that's uh, going to create 2 million masks, so every Utah can have a mask. And, Davis, I know this is part of your core mission in your business. You have a humanitarian component. You're a, a benefit corporation in addition to creating incredible gear uh, for the outdoors. Uh, tell us how this really fits into, into your mission and vision for Cotopaxi as an organization. Yeah, so I'm a big believer in capitalism, uh, but I also believe that capitalism can do better, that we need to do better. Uh, we have to evolve capitalism to better serve our communities. And it's not just about maximizing shareholder value, maximizing profit. It's about finding ways that we can contribute to our communities and build up, build other, build others around us. And so that's been a, the, at the ethos of the core of our brand from the beginning. And my belief was that if we did that, that people would support us and people would, would want to they, they'd see that we align in, in our values and so you know this is this project this mass project is so in line with what we already think about and do uh in the seven weeks of this crisis our brand has obviously been deeply impacted you know we had our retail stores close uh all of our retail partners like rei hundreds of other retailers that we sell through are all closed um so this has had a deep impact on us but um one thing that i rallied our team around was that this isn't just about us like we have we have these great lives, um, you know, living here in Utah, and there are people around the world and in our own communities that don't have any safety net. And um, let's think about how we can innovate as a company and, and look to give back. And so over the last seven weeks, we've raised $100,000 towards uh, helping others, giving back, a lot of it going towards COVID response in our local community. And so we did that through, uh, we created this One Utah, hashtag One Utah t-shirt, where 100% of all the proceeds are going towards this crisis here in Utah, um, you know, we've uh, we ran a, a virtual questable, one of our 24-hour races that we did that over this last weekend, and uh, we had thousands of people participate, and all the ticket proceeds 
uh, went towards COVID response. And so we found creative ways to rally our community and our, and our team around giving back. And this, this mass project is just one more project that we're just really proud to be part of. And uh, our whole team is, is really excited about it. Oh, that's fantastic. Again, big thanks to uh, David Smith, CEO of Cotopaxi, part of this really important effort as we move into this next phase, uh, this orange phase, as we re-engage, uh, making sure that every Utah can have a mask. Uh, great, great project. And uh, as always, David, appreciate your leadership, your entrepreneurship, and your commitment to make a difference. Uh, anybody can make a dollar. It takes a real leader to make a difference. Thanks for doing that in our community. Thanks, boy. Thanks for having me on. This is great. All right. Again, that's uh, David Smith from Cotopaxi. Every Utah needs a mask, and uh, well, you can get that whether you can uh, afford it or not. A uh, uh, great thing rolled out uh, by Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox yesterday as part of this next phase. Uh, so, so important. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside, take our final break. When we come back, we're going to talk about this important line in the Declaration of Independence, the pursuit of happiness. It is not what you think. Find out what it is next on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.